record a quick um, update of today. Um, I just finished recording a podcast episode um, and my voice already feels a bit hoarse, a little, um, which shows perhaps how little I use my voice <laughs> during the day, um, especially you know, when I don't not seeing many people at the moment and I'm not uh, taking any phone calls so yeah perhaps recording that episode was probably the most talking I've done in the last week or so maybe or the last few days at least um, I noticed that um, recently where um, if I'm, when I'm not wearing my glasses my eyes feel more more strained um, and it really affects my mind as well in some ways uh, there seems to be a, a sensitivity noticed when more recently when I'm watching something or reading or writing that if I don't have my glasses and it, it's almost hard to describe I'm not sure if it's a um, if it's like a strain and it's almost a tiredness as well and my it seems like my my mind perhaps it's just a simple fact that with the straining of trying to read stuff or watch something that's where it's straining my eyes then maybe it affects my mind in terms of in, in terms of processing but for some reason I feel that it's related to mental health I don't know why because it feels like it's mm, that it's not just as simple as just my eyes getting worse it feels like there's some maybe rela relation to stress or to to other things that I feel is happening with me um, some strange reason I had loads of thoughts about universal credit and about my assessment that still hasn't taken place yet and there just seem to be sort of mental scenarios going through my head of of trying to explain myself and, and it just felt very painful and frustrating and that I felt like I was going to be not believed and you know that I wouldn't have an explanation to explain to answer their questions or to explain my health and it was quite um, quite stressful and quite a lot for me I guess in some ways it was like it was happening because you know my body and my mind felt the the thoughts feelings and emotions of, of that as I was And I felt like one of those things where I couldn't stop it from happening. I probably, at a time, wasn't fully aware that I was in the, in the middle of that kind of, I wouldn't say daydream, but um, maybe in some ways it is. Um, there's a there's a name for it as well. I, I don't know if I don't know if I'd say it's dis, dis, uh, dissociation but um, I don't have a full understanding of that in, 
in its most severe way I do where I think there's you know you're, you're it's an out-of-body experience but maybe there's sort of subtle and other like layers of dissociation maybe that was one of them where I felt like I was viewing something but I wasn't in control or there's some disconnection to it in some ways um, so yeah I think the longer this is being dragged out um, maybe a lot of it is just I don't I don't know what's going what's what's happening with universal credit or if they're really backed up or but it um, yeah it seems to be weighing on me because of you know it's not going to be a, a nice experience and at first it was nice just to have a gap and to not think about it but the longer it goes on it's like I don't like the, the thought at some point that I have to go through you know through this difficult experience of the assessment and it's um now having the opposite effect where it's it's I don't want to I'd rather have it over and done with um yeah I managed to go to a cafe today um to do a bit of writing uh and to do some uploading as well I've, I've been trying to upload some of these vlogs and onto some podcast platforms it's just sort of going through with that um um and all at once at the cafe I became quite anxious and um it started to rain so a lot of the people outside a lot of um, sort of mums with their a lot of mothers with their push chairs and things all c came inside and there was lots of movement lots of um, and it's quite a small cafe so they're all kind of going past me and congregating and there's a little room there's kind of two rooms to the cafe and and I realised that the toilets, the pathway to toilets were blocked. There was lots of sort of push chairs and and stuff, and immediately felt anxious because I kind of needed to go, but I didn't want to go into that energy field of lots of people talking and some babies were crying, and it was just a lot. And I didn't want to go into the middle of that and have to ask, "Oh, can you move all these push chairs out of the way?" Because I, I need to get through, but. Um, and it just made it easier you know I'd been there for a little while so it wasn't it wasn't like I just got there and I just took the decision to leave from you know I just thought you know I don't live too far I can just go home and I wasn't probably going to stay a huge amount longer but but um yeah I felt mixed about that that decision you know I thought to myself oh do I not really don't have the energy or strength to just asked them, you know, hey, I need to get through, can you move, can you just make some room for me to get through. But on the other side, it's understandable where I'm that sensitive and that fragile in some ways where um, it just didn't seem like it was possible for me to, to do that. Um, It's also just worrying. I had a thought this morning of, you know, is is this what my life is now? Just in regards to my mental health and 
me spending days alone, which is a, a big part of that is my choice in some ways. Um, in some ways it isn't where but I guess the the social um, if I can try and communicate this the social outlets that I do have I've minimized or I've I've not taken part in so the days you know recently that I've shared here where I've cancelled social plans or said you know to, to people like I can't I can't join you um, so that part feels like choice but yeah just I guess it's okay to feel that even though I've made decisions for my own health it's it's made me feel isolated which is I feel it's still fair to feel that even though I've made those choices you know in some ways because there wasn't a choice for me to go or to you know in terms of my health so yeah so I feel, I feel quite isolated in some ways and in some ways it's what I'm used to I'm used to kind of being on my own in my own space for a long time now um, but the difference is I, at this time I feel a lot more vulnerable in my health and a lot more you know just doing a little bit of writing today just again it drained me and tired me out when in the past when I've been alone, I've, I, it's been more of a, of the writing's been more of a companion where I've been able to write for hours, read for hours. And so there's real, um, real fulfillment in that, in those activities. Whereas now it feels like it's hard to get fulfillment out of it because it's such a struggle to, to, tr to, put my concentration into something where there isn't much concentration available isn't much mental energy available and so I sat at the cafe just thinking you know as part parts of me doesn't want to give up parts of me wants to still be creative it feels like that's I've got that energy to be creative but I just don't have the the outlet or the uh, the capacity to do so um, and so I was sat there thinking, what do I do with my life? Which was quite a heavy question to ask. Um, and I try not to dwell on it for too long because there isn't really a positive answer for that. And, and I don't know what the future holds. So it doesn't feel like, it didn't feel like a helpful question to ask, I don't think. Um, sometimes it can be healthy to kind of zoom out of life and get a landscape of different things, whether it's zooming out to see, you know, what what the next six months may hold or the next year or or to analyze or consider the past reflect on the last six months or the last year but things are so unpredictable and so um so fragmented and it just it doesn't seem to make any sense to try and ask those big questions really um so in the cafe, I thought about, you know, perhaps, you know, getting back and recording a vlog, recording a podcast. And it's difficult because even this is a struggle. Like it's it's like the writing. It's like things are not coming out the way I want them to. Um, and I, 
and I know that's just because of my the state of my health where my mind perhaps has a way of wanting to articulate explain stuff but will ever you know whatever difficulties my mind is having it's not producing a smooth flow of words or the accuracy of what I want to say it's it's coming out quite in a in a sort of a bumbly way um and that's frustrating um it takes out the enjoyment and the fulfillment of doing this um but um in some ways this is all I have at the moment in terms of in terms of being trying to be productive and having an outlet and doing some sort of activity in a day some focus because um, I don't know what else I can do at the moment um, I feel like without you know doing this or going to cafes or libraries to try and write um, it, uh, it just feels like you know it's just going to exacerbate everything you know depression anxiety and a host of other symptoms that I'm feeling the the fogginess of my mind and I think that's just going to make me do more destructive behaviours whether it's you know such as going to bed late and sleeping a whole bunch and having that whole of out of whack and and you know we looked at I, I um, shared the effects of that the other day and I can imagine that being complete you know wiping me out each day and then it's easy it would be easy to kind of binge on food and why you know with the thoughts of having why not binge on food what have, what have I got to lose now so so it feels like everything I'm doing now is like a very thin layer of almost tissue paper and all of that destructiveness is just there um, so everything feels quite fragile at the moment in in what I'm doing um, I'm, I'm just doing my best to keep my head above surface I have a, you know not to sink into those behaviors where it, it, it's just a very slippery slope and it's, it's so easy just to have you know one thing you know affecting everything else whether it's sleep or, or food or so I'm feeling those tendencies now to almost just give up and to you know had even though you know I went to the cafe to write and on, on one level it can seem like oh that's a good healthy thing and you know if I just share that with somebody they may say you know you're doing well you do it's good you know it's not easy to do that but on the flip side of that at the cafe which I'm just remembering now that I had strong thoughts of going to going to A and D because um, I was just feeling really unwell really um, that's the only word I can use for it really I, I don't know how to break it down more at the moment it's a real struggle to do that and then and I had the thought of you know getting there and uh, similar thoughts where what can I say to explain myself like I need you know I need someone to just see me and think wow not just rely on me to try and convince them or explain things I need you know um, a doctor to kind of 
see me and see what I'm struggling with and it doesn't feel you know um, and so it kind of but then there's lots of thoughts around you know what can they really do um, besides almost kind of commit me there um, and there was a question of do I want that and in some ways it feels like a, you know my health's reached that critical point where it's not a choice in some ways you know the the thought of being on some sort of a ward or psychiatric sort of place sometimes there's a thought of oh that's not that nice I'd rather be here at home where I have more freedom and I can you know have the freedom to come and go, have the freedom to, to, to eat what I want and but that that uh, narrative is becoming more it's becoming narratives becoming narrower in some ways where it doesn't feel like there's a choice really to feel to feel those feelings because my health's getting that critical where it doesn't feel like there's a preference in some ways of you know I'd rather stay here because it's less scary it feels like in some ways it's getting easier to to accept the consequences of going to A&D where I may be limited you know depending on whatever happens um, but I feel really vulnerable to another doctor just not seeing me and looking at me and saying you know there's nothing wrong or you know it just feels so painful to go through that I don't um, don't know how I'd react really it just feels scary um, and also it feels scary because I don't know what I need I don't know what I want or need I just know that I'm at a close point of not being able to take care of myself and help myself um, and manage myself. Uh, whether it's you know cooking, cleaning, taking showers, all, all of all of the above are being increasingly becoming more difficult. And is it enough to go to A and E with with not knowing the answers? Um, with just just knowing that you can't take care of yourself is that enough because every time I feel like I've asked for help then they've kind of almost like a gauntlet they pose these questions in front of me like okay what what is it that you need and what is it that we can do for you and that um, and I, I don't have the answers for that and it feels like with not having the answers they don't you don't get the help and so I'm wondering if things are different to A and E, where you know I go there and it's almost like I don't know how to ask for help, which is sounds bizarre. Because if you turn up physically injured, and you know immediately they'll be like, okay, yeah, we see that. But I don't know how to transmit or how to show my the state of my mind or the state of my mental health to somebody you know I've written that a big long document to try and bridge that gap and it doesn't seem like it translated with the GP surgery um, 
and yeah it almost makes me more unwell and I, I just I almost um, don't want to go there and then come out with not being heard not being seen the injury of that and feeling even more unwell in myself which can be really scary it feels it feels scary now um, uh, and um, yeah it just leaves me with a lack of confidence of you know what should I do um, should I go to a and D? I I don't really feel like I have someone I can confide in really I feel like there's people I can say that to and then they may I did share with a friend and they were supportive and encouraging to say you know perhaps if you're feeling like you need to go then just go Um, you don't have to be you know it's good to go when you're well enough to decide to go versus you know where um you're too almost too unwell to get yourself there um but it still just seems very scary maybe right now there's there's enough this makes things confusing enough wellness in me enough in me to not take myself there to to to, to just hang in there really um because I think there's this, that's what a sense I get from the doctors is that you're on your own pretty much and you just have to, you know, we're all kind of, we've got this natural ability in us to, to take try and take care of ourselves and I feel like um, the doctors with, or with my lack of help from the GP surgery, it kind of instills that, you know, you've just got to try and take care of yourself. Um, so that's still it feels like that's still there but at some point the scales are going to balance when A and D is going to be a bit higher than trying to hang in there and take care of myself and at some point it may it'll probably be a case of where it doesn't feel like a choice um, which it kind of came close to happening today in some ways um yeah, because I, I just sense my mind is getting worse um, with the writing today at the cafe. It just it was just even more challenging to to kind of analyse a sentence and to to look to see how to make it cleaner and to make it more readable and the craft of writing. It just felt like it's it's like a almost felt like a a, a combine harvester or a cog that's slowly becoming more and more rusty and more and more difficult for it to go around it's still going around but it's grinding against something else and it's, it's taking an effort to where it's to for me to think a thought to go outside to, to to do grocery shopping what to get activities and everything whatever the mind is using so it's just it's just um like rusted cogs and it's grinding to a halt almost it's still I'm still pushing it to try and go around when it's still just about going around but it's close to reaching a standstill where it's too stuck um, 
And I think if and when I, I, I do reach that point, then that's that will probably force me to go to A&D. Um, and it, yeah, feels feels strange because even at this place, worse, I still feel like a fraud that I'm going to A and D, like because there's still some part of me that feels well, or or that that um, what's the word emanates health and wellness. Like if I was to go, it feels like my face doesn't um, and my voice doesn't show that I'm how unwell I feel in my mind and um, yeah, feels like I'm, I'm going in circles here but I just I guess this is what this space is for just to just to talk and offload um, so I'm going to head outside now because I realise I've got no <laughs> on a lighter subject um Whereas I've got no nothing sweet in in my place, I've got no chocolate or biscuits, and usually after a meal, I, I usually like something to have something sweet. I'm not, I haven't got much of a sweet tooth, but just to change the taste, you know, to have a, a few biscuits or a chocolate bar or something, and um, I thought it'd be a good excuse to go outside and make get me to go outside to to buy something. So. Um, and it's it's really funny because I've lived here for just over a year and only now I've just learned about a potential shortcut to a little grocery shop which and maybe a potential back entrance to it I didn't realize existed and it's quite close to me and um, the grocery shop is actually on a really busy road that I don't tend to walk down but but going through the back entrance is kind of a quiet side streets. Um, so I, usually I go to another grocery store, which is a bit more of a quieter walk. That's a lot smaller than this one. So it's quite funny where I'm just going to try try out this route and see if there is actually a back entrance to it um, and see if that's possible. Um, and I thought it would motivate me to upload this as well and upload the podcast episode for tomorrow which I, I'm still kind of got a new sort of recent intention of trying to make sure there's an episode released every Fridays sort of a a kind of a relaxed sort of goal um, yeah so I'm going to try and get myself outside um, when it's raining it's I find it's really hard to think of what to wear like should I wear my waterproof trousers and my mac or is my mac my rain mac alone enough um, so little things like that sometimes can take a lot of energy to think through and to decide um, yeah Maybe I'll take my waterproof trousers, perhaps. Sometimes I feel conscious, self-conscious wearing them. Like, I feel they're not kind of, uh, <laughs> they're not cool to wear, or I'd look a bit odd wearing them. You know, like I'm ready to, to hike the mountains or something. But I feel it, it obviously keeps me dry, so that's good. 
so maybe I shouldn't be too worried about how it looks in some ways um, um, so I'm going to try and do that I think it's getting to late afternoon now so maybe it'll be a bit quieter in there I'll um, be watching a bit of tennis at Wimbledon's on at the moment so that's it's been um, I'll be dipping into it because I feel like sometimes the intensity of the the tennis and the scoreline sometimes it can be a bit too much for me to absorb that uh, kind of it'd be a bit draining to watch a lot all at once I haven't really watched a complete match yet I watched the end of a, a match that just finished it was nice to catch the ending of that and I've been um I've been reading between games <laughs> so when they kind of have their sit down rest break I've been using that to read and it reminded me of, of the old days when I felt like I was really focused on writing and I remember having this, I think I was watching a French Open and I had this book, a fiction book and I'd so wanting to make use of every minute um, to read and to, which is a big part of writing. So in between games and like years ago I'd like, you know, for, read this, read this book and then come back to uh, as soon as they start playing again and I thought like every every bit of reading would count and um, I'm doing it now just as a bit of um, of just trying to get in some reading because I've been struggling to do that and I feel like you know it would give me a break from watching the tennis so when I do have their sit down break for a couple of minutes I can just do a bit of reading or when there's a, a lull in play I can do little bits of reading and it seems to work out well and you know I can read a paragraph here and there because that's I'm not managing much reading at the moment so I'm going to continue with that I think I mean trying to watch a bit of the chess as well as a chess tournament on at the moment and the candidates and uh, so yeah I may just hit the shots and then come back and check in on the chess and, and the tennis see what's happening <laughs>